What does Lady Baby say? What up, everybody? Welcome to the Coach Dad Podcast. I am the Coach Dad. Uh, let's welcome our everybody back. We've all we all took a week off here. Uh, let's welcome back Jay as well. What's going on, Jay? I'm back. Hello. <laughs> I'm I'm well well rested. I'm ready to go. I've had my my week off, my vacation. Yeah, same and, here. Uh, ready ready to entertain it once more yeah we got we had to give people uh you know a chance to catch up i was looking at our our tracks today how many how many podcasts we've loaded up loaded up about 56 different tracks different episodes for you all to listen to so yeah a little week to catch up memorial day weekend vacation uh see if people wanted to take a listen and catch up and they did um, you know, I was kind of interested to see if you do take a week off, if the numbers would fall and we did it. So thank you all out there who are still listening and still sharing. I do appreciate it. Uh, this one, this episode is the mage music weekly. So we will be, uh, discussing our favorite tracks of the last week or so here. Um, but let's first start off with some weekly stories. Jay, we didn't hear from you last week. We didn't hear from anybody last week, really. So, uh, I know it was your birthday last week. How'd that go, dude? How's your birthday week? Uh, it was good. I mean, you know, quarantine birthday is not the most eventful <laughs> birthday that you could possibly have, but we had some good, uh, some good zoom times. Yeah. Um, Mama Bear uh, surprised me by having everyone uh, don my signature beard during the Zoom meeting. <laughs> signature and beard and basketball hat. And basketball hat, <laughs> which I guess are, is, that's my trademark look. That's what defines me. Um, but it was pretty funny because I was getting, uh, you know, the little one to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, walked out of the room and it was supposed to be a surprise. I guess her her plan was kind of we jump on Zoom and we'd see everyone with a beard, right. and that would be the first time I I caught an inkling of it. Yeah. But I see her wearing like uh, Suns warm up and a basketball hat and like <laughs> mascara dotted on her face. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna be an interesting one. <laughs> this is getting tonight. freaky tonight. What's happening? <laughs> uh, but the funniest part was uh, Baby Bear has been been really requesting mama when it okay. comes to to bedtime so at one point she got up while we were on zoom and i she wouldn't take she wouldn't take me she wouldn't have me mama bear was requested she had to go and so uh mama bear has to go up and is frightened to death because she has a fake mascara beard on so she's like <laughs> trying to make sure that the room's all dark and covering her fake beard with her hair oh, trying no. to eyes. so like really think, really trying not to damage anything yeah, <laughs> any psyche I don't, think, I don't think there's any scarring but yeah. we'll see if you know 20 years from now uh if Figgy's, you know, talking to a psychiatrist, it's like my mom used to dress up as my dad. I don't know what was going on in there. Some real freaky stuff. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good birthday. <laughs> That's fun. Good birthday overall. Spent the actual day uh, hanging out at my parents' house with with nice. the family. That's yeah. as much family as you can hope to get together these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was really good. Nice, dude. That's good to hear. Nice. Uh, I know you probably were busy. You're you're the type of guy who doesn't like take a day off or work or uh, or a week off because it's their birthday. I'm assuming. No, we were working. We're, <laughs> we had some crunch time with the game that I've been working on, mm-hmm. so uh, it fell kind of right in the middle of that. So 
Didn't get any time off for for my birthday, but that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. We had a good three day weekend here, uh, which is what I did. You know, not not too not too many stories here, uh, but I did take a cabin trip. So we went up north to Flagstaff here in Arizona. Uh, so went up to Flag or not really Flagstaff. It's about thirty minutes, maybe like east of it like southeast maybe a little mm-hmm. east of that so it's mormon lake to be exact um and we the family meaning the family bought a new cabin next to the cabin that is already owned so there's sort of a like a family cabin that was already a part of the family but then someone else bought it throughout you know time and uh so we had the opportunity to get that property back and that cabin back and we did so this weekend was just a whole lot of like demolition just demolition uh vacuuming up a bunch of rat poop uh from like everywhere so we completely took down the ceilings all sorts of stuff and it was fun it was a lot of fun but that sounds awful dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible <laughs> it's fun to just like be able to do that stuff i'm I, honestly i didn't grow up handy i didn't uh i had a lot of family members that were handy but it was like uncles and my dad and stuff like that but not not someone to really teach uh, this was, it was cool. Cause like, you're learning all this stuff, you're demolishing things. Um, so that was fun. I'm just waiting for the moments to like actually rebuild things so that like the actual fun part begins. Um, I get the carpentry mm-hmm. stuff that you're talking about. I could see that being fulfilling. I feel like <laughs> I would be the guy that you just put on like rat poop duty. And that would I, w- I would gain no significant skills other than cleaning up rat feces. So. so we had not to get all gross here, but we had so basically it was like a whole the whole cabin. We took down uh, the ceiling and like opened it up. The, the everything was just front to back rat poop, rat poop, rat poop. It was gross and like insulation that has been torn up by like you know squirrels, raccoons, whatever lives out there. Uh, and then also within all of that rat poop is just. An enormous amount of spider pods, wow. like like legit little pods, like cocoons, where where sp- where spiders would actually just like spawn out of. Uh, it's gross. It's apocalyptic Sounds shit, horrifying. and I don't like it. But I was there. I was there in it. Uh, I'm putting in my time. This is going to be a part of our cabin as a family. So I got I've got to put in work, Jay. I got to put in I'm work. I'm sure. I'm sure one day you'll have a beautiful, beautiful cabin. But it right now, great. the way I imagine your cabin is one of the worst places on earth so So, (laughs) when it's fixed up you'll need to send pictures to prove for sure it is no longer full of rat poop and spider pods it's true so people can come and visit safely (laughs) yeah i need reassurances that that's not the weekend that i'm heading to yeah so i'm just hoping i don't get like hantavirus this weekend uh so you know let's see what happened no i'm just kidding I, I, i had my mask we were doing we were keeping safe here uh but yeah so we were up north cabin trip a little lady baby story on our way back from the cabin we were listening to music uh the trip was fine like it wasn't crazy um we did hit some traffic always hit traffic on the way down up north it doesn't matter what weekend you're always going to hit it this time it was an accident that uh held us back by about an hour so lady baby had kind of got frustrated a little uh, for a while but there was a really cute moment we were listening to new music mm-hmm. and uh fiona apple cosmonauts is on and uh the end of the song is just like repeating you know start it off start it off you know just repeating mm-hmm. repeating over and over the the song ends and it's like silence and all we hear is Lady Baby in the back. Start it off, start it <laughs> off, 
start it off. So for like the next five minutes, I was just like, start it off, start it off. And she would just repeat it. So Fiona Apple fan and Lady Baby. That's awesome. Fiona Apple's for the children. Fiona. Who knew? That's not a bad track. And like when it comes to repetitive music, uh, you know, uh, babies love it. So, you know, she's picking it up pretty quickly. Very good. I'm glad that there was a moment of joy when you were sitting in traffic on the way to the spider poop and yeah. spider pods. Yeah, it, it was rough. It was a rough uh, road trip back, but we made it. We made it. It was about three hours of a, uh, uh, that should have only taken about an hour and a half, but we got back. We're good. <laughs> all right. Good to hear. So, uh, the family survived. <laughs> they did. We all did. Before we get to the uh, tracks, of the last week or so here i wanted to see i gave you a little bit of homework uh did you happen to listen to any of the bad bunny music or uh uh tracks that i sent you so uh this is gonna have to be an ongoing homework assignment okay uh <laughs> i did my best to play it for uh figgy because yeah. i wanted to get her review too mm-hmm. um but this week all she'll uh all she'll go for is the beetlejuice soundtrack so really? basically, any when I attempted to put Bad Buddy on, all I got were screams for uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> so I had to return to Beetlejuice and uh, Harry Belafonte. If there you, you go. You know, uh, yeah. you know the Beetle, the Beetlejuice, the guy who sings those uh, lovely Beetlejuice songs. Um, it's right on know, par, you, right on par with that Nightmare your, Before Christmas and all that. <laughs> the songs that you expect your four-year-old to be singing, you know. Yeah. Uh, some Harry Belafonte. So right now she's going through a real Harry Belafonte phase. So we're going to have to let that go. She gave me the first, the, the first review of the first track of the playlist that you gave was Mm -hmm. a resounding thumbs down. (laughs) But to be fair, if it was not Harry uh, Belafonte or, uh, the Beetlejuice main theme, it would have gotten a thumbs down in that moment. So I'm going to wait for a time when she's a little more open. Sure. We'll see when that happens. And then we'll continue this experiment. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Lady Baby has been enjoying it. I played it for her a couple of times last week. And then uh, a day later, she was requesting Bad Bunny. So she, she, she enjoys the beat. I think she just likes to dance no matter what. Wait till she hears Harry Belafonte, man. She's going to go crazy. <laughs> She'll probably love it too, just because, you Play know, the whole the nightmare. Line. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh my God. If I had to, like, you know, that's an okay song, right? But if I had to listen to that song over and over and over again, that's that's a torture track right there. It's real weird. It's real weird. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's go on with the uh, songs of the last week here, the Mage tracks, our favorite tracks of the last week or so. We're going to start it off with a couple experimental tracks here for you. Uh, let's go ahead with Juliana Barwick. What do you got for me, Jay? So this is my favorite track of the week. The track is called In Spirit by Juliana Barwick. And um, she's an experimental artist who almost always just uses her voice. Yeah. So it's just layers and layers of her own vocals run through different effects. Um, on this track, on the chorus, she actually uses this really low synthesizer. Mm-hmm. So she adds in in something a little different. But um, what I love about this track is if you listen to it on headphones, it just feels so wide open. The reverb that she picks on her voice uh, just makes it feel gigantic. It just feels like the voice, her voice kind of just echoes on forever and you get this really like huge kind of open, um, feeling from the whole thing, almost kind of like, uh, you know, a picture on the beach where you, you know, 
her voice are just these waves washing over you and it's just that the yes. that um horizon that just goes on forever and you just she has this amazing way of just making her voice take up this huge audio space mm -hmm. that you don't hear a lot of artists able to uh, create it's um it's uh, it's very atmospheric very ambient no actual vocals or anything but uh beautiful vocal melodies and just uh delivered and produced in a really amazing way so it's a good track for your you know your meditation time your relaxation yeah. time put it on the background um she's got a lot of really beautiful albums that that uh, are in a similar vein but i would say this one's kind of the most uh wide open uh and kind of like outdoors feeling sure um so i'm excited for the full album which is coming out in july yeah and it has a lot of good artists that she's uh that she's working with uh like sophie I think no such thing is doing, and there's one other person that's on it. I'm not sure who it is. Uh, but you hit it all, dude. You hit it all. That's exactly everything I wrote down was uh, spiritual. Uh, it's a soundtrack for deep meditation, layers and layers of vocals. Uh, that deep synth that she adds in really adds to that, like, floaty, you know, that that feeling of floating in space. Um, and again, I, I put song for the cosmos. It's just, it's a type of song that just reaches out into space and it doesn't end. You really do think it's never ending. Um, and it expands and expands and expands. It's a big, big sound with just vocals, which is really, really cool to, to listen to. Um, especially in headphones, great headphone music. Um, the only thing that I, you know, that you didn't mention, it, it's angelic. It's like the best type of mm -hmm. church music, you know, or that church choir, which you walk in, it's everything I picture anyway, uh, when I picture spirituality and that, that angelic sound of just this large, large choir, uh, in a really, really awesome open space and the sound just, and it's sounding huge. Uh, it's an awesome, awesome song. The layers on this, it's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One other thing, you know, when you're saying, um, kind of like that never ending mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of feeling that it has. I think that that part of it that's really cool is that the the main vocal melody she sings, she doesn't actually hit like the resolving right. note. So it's like that note that you expect it to hit to kind of like tie it off and feel complete. So instead you're kind of left with that feeling of it like this melody's floating on forever. It's kind of uh, continues to exist and you continue to feel that tension of like right. there's more there. Um, so she definitely is able to create that feeling that you're talking about, like not just through the production and, and through the reverb, but also through, through how she decides to, uh, handle the melody Great. in the song. Agreed. Good point there. Uh, okay. Let's go on to another sort of experimental, another very just like vocally great. Uh, the production in it is also just like layers of their vocals, which is Arca. The artist is Arca. Um, the song is Time. And Arca uh, is, a, is an artist who identifies as a Latinx trans woman. She states, I am asking for recognition that we have multiple selves without denying that there's a singular unit. Uh, she also adds there that this is fluid sort of ecosystem that gives her the feeling of possibility to not allow for easy categorization, which makes sense here. That's exactly what this music is. Uh, she's in the same vein of like Bjork. I mean, if you listen to her, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of Bjork. She's actually worked with Bjork. Um, she's worked with artists like Kanye on Yeezus. Um, she's worked with a bunch of awesome artists, uh, but her production is just like that's crazy. Yeah, she, her production's that. like none other. Uh, this one in particularly, time. It's just this really, really awesome pulsating beat throughout the whole thing. 
Um, and again, it's just like layers and layers of reverb on her vocals that makes it sound otherworldly, almost robotic. To be quite honest, um, you reach that state of like euphoria. Uh, but, but when I listen to it, it's it's like almost dancey. It's as dancey as she's ever done her music. It's quite honestly possibly the most accessible song that I've heard from her. Um, just because it's it it doesn't go into a, a weirder space or weirder realm. This kind of stays rooted down in this uh, sort of poppy feel with that pulsating beat, I think. What did you think? Yeah, I think it's uh, kind of interesting to have these two songs back to back because like you said, it's very mm-hmm. vocal driven. Um, there's a lot more going on in this. I think a lot, a lot more instrumentation, a lot, uh, many more layers, but the vocals are at the forefront, uh, a lot like the Juliana Barwick song. I think the, the interesting difference is even with all that reverb that's on um, the Architrack, it feels so much sure. closer and like kind of almost more closed in, sure, sure. I would say. And it's just interesting, like, you know, you think of um, you think of reverb as as this thing that you would expect to apply uh, to music and you you would get similar results. But here you kind of get, I think, two completely Agreed. different results based uh, in each of these songs where on Juliana Barwick, it opens everything up. I think it has a lot less like early reflections. So you don't hear the walls yeah. as much. And on Arca, those early reflections are there. Those those really quick delays are on. And so everything feels close and it feels um, more For intimate sure. in a way. Um, so this is definitely uh, like you, you, you sit down, you listen to this track and you're listening to every single like little detail yeah. that's going on. There's so many things happening around you and you're kind of trying to take it all in. Uh, while the Juliana Barwick song is more like you hear everything that's happening all at once. It's big and open and you just kind of let it flow over you. So it's interesting just hearing, you know, vocals and reverb used to create two really different feels on these songs. I completely agree there. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to mention is like this track is, it has that little bit of a dark side to it. <laughs> uh, it, it does make you feel mm-hmm. like it's a little bit enclosed, like it's a, a little personal, um, like you're the only one dancing to this track and nobody else is listening to it. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, and the other thing I wrote is uh, synth pop for dark net. So this is basically what robots will <laughs> listen to when when they wipe us all out. This is like their party music. <laughs> That'll be crazy. That sounds frightening. <laughs> all right. It's like Aeon yes. Flux. Remember Aeon Flux yeah. on FT that it's like the soundtrack for that. Very, very scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool track. Definitely. All right, cool dude. Track. Let's go to another cool track. A couple uh three cool ladies here. Uh get a little more poppy, a little more fun. Uh let's go with Heim. How's it going, dude? You you like this new Heim track? You like this new Heim feel? I think every track that's coming out is uh is hitting the right spot. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every single they put out feels like a single. Like it feels like it stands mm-hmm. on its own. It it feels uh like it's got an awesome hook. Um, this one has definitely got that kind of um Wilson Phillips that oh, I think yeah. they had on their first album. Good point. Quite often, whereas you know the the catchy sing-alongs and they have the the breakdown that's definitely when they play it live it's it's the clap along and sing the chorus going on um so yeah i mean it's just another super catchy mm-hmm. pop track and i it, it's just kind of incredible you know so many artists are trying to write a song <laughs> yeah. as catchy as this you know they're 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 trying to and 
at Heim, it just feels like when they want to do it, they just do it and they can create a whole album of them and be like, hey, we could release any song on this album yep. as a single. And you'd be like, oh, that's a great single. Like that's yeah. super catchy. Um, so yeah, this one is, I don't even, sorry, I don't know if we said the name of the track, but it's called <laughs> Don't Wanna. <laughs> and it, and it's definitely more that, that, you know, straight up pop rock, just mm-hmm. super fun. Uh, a little bit of country, a little bit mm-hmm. of country twang mixed into it. Um, but yeah, I think uh, a ton of people could throw this song on and, and it's just a, a yeah, great dude, pop song. For sure. It reminds me a lot of how they rolled out Days Are Gone. Uh, it started off with like a three song EP where you were just like, wait, whoa, this is really, really good. This is really catchy, uh, kind of fresh, kind of new. And then they just kept dropping like single after single until they dropped their da- uh, Days Are Gone album. And it was, it was, all, it was all great. It's one of the greatest pop albums of the last uh, decade here yeah no and i just think they're kind of doing the same thing here they're just kind of putting out those tracks making sure that the- these are the ones that people want um and i'm sure we're gonna get a really really good album out of this uh that to me this is as close as you get to the wire like it has like you said that sort of country uh twang to it uh to th- their best in my opinion is when they're a pop version of fleetwood mac like that's just who I hear when I listen to Days Are Gone, especially in the wire. But this is this is that track. This is as close as we get to to that track there. And I like it. I really, really enjoy everything they've been they've been doing this year. So can't wait for that new album. Yeah. They have a guitar sound too at the uh, the last mm-hmm. chorus of the track. That's one of my my favorite uh guitar pedals. It, it they are running it through. It's called a pog. <laughs> it's a poly uh polyphonic uh octave nice. generator um and so you hear it come on the guitar at the very end and, and play this cool melody it almost sounds like um it almost sounds like a synthetic horn yeah yes when they play it but it's basically they're playing and it's just like taking the guitar note that they're playing and just playing it at octaves above uh and below mm-hmm. at the same time and so it creates this super thick version of that of that guitar sound um and yeah, they just have such cool, like little production that's always going in and out of all these new tracks. Um, and I, I, and I feel like it's making it a lot more interesting than, than their last album was. So I'm excited to hear the whole, the whole thing kind of back to back and hear how definitely, it all flows. Definitely. Uh, the next track we're going to listen or we're going to recommend here is, uh, dream wife, another trio of ladies here, dream wife. Uh, the track is called, so when you going to kiss me. Um, it's awesome. I love this band. I love this band so much, mostly because they are hardcore punk rock, um, at its best, but, (laughs) and just like so extremely good and talented at what they do. Everything is just awesome, but they're just so silly. Like they don't take any of this seriously. Every, almost every song that they've put out this year is very cheeky. Um, it's silly. This one uh, is is similar to one I've recommended uh, previously. It's just a song about, um, I believe, from when I when I listen to the lyrics, it's like this new age of guys needing to ask permission to kiss, and the woman or the ladies in this track here, uh, sort of their point of view of being like, when the hell are you gonna kiss me? Just kiss me already. Just do it, and that you know, and then it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is awesome. It's silly. It's super accessible. This is closer to me that. Uh, to like Kara No, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's um, than, than almost anything else they do. Uh, this song is awesome. What did you think? Yeah, it's definitely that style of like uh, 
punk, like mm-hmm. poppy punk, where it's like it's just about having fun. You know, they're Word. just writing fun songs that they want to have, that, and they have that like punk attitude that is like we don't really give a shit if you like yeah. this song or not. This is fun for us to play, and this is fun for us to sing, and this is fun for us to perform. Um, I think that that's like the prevailing feeling I get whenever I'm listening to their tracks. Is it's just like they're having a good time yeah. playing this music, um, and so you can kind of like just get behind it and enjoy it enjoy it for you know Mm -hmm. what that is you know it's not it's not meant to be deep it's not meant to have social commentary (laughs) or be like uh a a musical opus it's just meant to be like catchy fun uh music with like that punk rock attitude um and yeah i think i think it's a it's a damn good track if that's what you're looking for definitely and if you like i know a lot of people when they hear like punk rock oh it's do whatever you know uh even Coach Mom is on that. If it's too hardcore, it's just not going to happen in this household. Uh, but this is like this is close <laughs> to getting there. But it's poppy and, and and fun enough that I think people would really really enjoy it and give it a chance. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's like all with a wink. So even if it's a little, it's a little got that mm-hmm. punk grit. It's always with a, a smile. So I feel like it's less off putting than when you know you get that real hardcore punk right. and it's a real serious <laughs> right dark days <laughs> uh, all right let's move on to the next track to to recommend here uh mo- and it's a, a more fun here again something that doesn't take itself too seriously um it's it's bummer days liza ann is the artist bummer days is the song uh very 90s grunge pop full effect here if you think of whole uh veruca salt basically anything it reminds me of anything that you would find on a clueless soundtrack that that's just what this reminds me of. It's that <laughs> that type of um, you know lady punk uh, grunge pop music, and it's great. It's a good time. Uh, sort of the lyrics are about um, you know being not being so hard on yourself or or trying not to get keep getting your, uh, in your own way. Um, very very catchy song. I really really enjoy it. Um, stayed in my head from the first listen. That was honestly the first track I threw on our recommendations just because it was so catchy. What'd you think? Yeah, I was going to say that it's just like a real Mm -hmm. summer track. But I think when you say clueless soundtrack, it's kind of that combination of like summer and driving in like with the top down. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) With your dog in your purse kind of thing. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun and it's just a super... (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it's just a super fun track, super catchy. Um, it's got a little bit of that punk mm-hmm. attitude. Definitely nothing to 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 dream wife. It's definitely like um, the the pop definitely overpowers yeah. the punk there. But there's a little bit there's a little bit of it. Um, and yeah, I I think it's a really accessible, just really fun summer track. You put it on and, and you can sit in the sun. Yeah, it's very nice. Works. I agree. Um, here's another really nice track. That we're gonna recommend. Uh, she's on a roll. This is Phoebe Bridgers. This is. Um, go ahead, Jake. Go ahead. Give us. Give us what you got on this track here. So her her new single is called "I See You." Um, definitely, um, it's got the kind of this production that reminds me of uh, "Bright Eyes" in like between um, "Letting Off the Happiness." and uh fevers and mirrors he had like a couple electronic songs that that um had kind of these like trashy sounding distorted drum uh mixed with like guitar like acoustic guitar and electric guitar and i think that uh she takes a little bit of inspiration from that 
on this track. It has like the super distorted, like heavy yes. kick drum uh, and snare that carries it through. Um, but it just has a really great. I love when the chorus kicks in on this song. the The pre-chorus is kind of this soft, floaty part where she's you know singing I, yeah. I see you and then like kicks in this heavy distorted drum where she's singing about um you know her mm-hmm. ex her ex that was a drummer and that she played music with and um you know she, she basically says that they were codependent right. you know as like bandmates and being in a relationship and so you kind of get that um that feeling of their relationship going through that push and pull like you know the upsides and then uh, kind of that pain of, of, uh, of it breaking apart. And so I think if you kind of, if you, if you dig some of that bright eye stuff that has some of that electronic production, um, I think this takes notes from it, but kind of polishes it up and, uh, wraps it in a really, really good pop song. So yeah. What'd you I think? really liked it. I mean, she's on a roll. I find myself, I was, uh, up at the cabin, uh, Saturday night. I had a few to drink and all I wanted to do was listen to Kyoto falling asleep. And then I woke up the next morning and I listened to garden song. It, this girl's just in my head in 2020. She's killing it. I love Phoebe Bridgers. Um, love every track. This, I see you. It's another great one. It's another great one. It's funny you say uh, bright eyes. It honestly, especially the early like rumbling part, um, as soon as the track starts, it reminds me of early early arcade fire. Just the funeral, like that's just the feeling mm-hmm. of it. So we're just we're we're recommending that great indie rock, like from the early aughts. That's that's what this is. It has that feel. Great production. She's a great writer. Um, as you said, is it the breakup with the drummer there? Uh, and, and yeah, it's all she she has these little like barbs in there. The the little lyric about the mom and like how she says things that she doesn't understand. Yeah. It's it's just so it's so perfect, and it, it's it really goes into um, just her whole personality. I think we're getting a real real glimpse in, into what who and who she is as an artist um and it's fun it's fun to see someone grow like that phoebe bridgers man i think this is going to be right up there for for albums of the year at the end of the year yeah that one line that that you're calling out is what is yeah one of the best lines on there and i I think kind of cuts but she goes what one of the things that she's so good at where she says it's amazing how much you can say when you don't Mm -hmm. know what you're talking about um but yeah, it's it's all those like little cuts that feel so real, and you're like, oh man, you, you can just like put a face a face <laughs> yeah, to the name, yeah. um, and I think that that's part of what's made her writing so strong is it's like it's all so grounded and and relatable, um, and you know her lyrics and and vocals kind of carry through, but it's also it's really cool just to hear her first three singles just sound so different, yeah, for sure, um, and it has me excited just to hear to hear what she does on a full album with how good the production has been on each of these tracks and and how she's taken it to so many different places. All right, dude, let's go with another song that you uh, recommended. Production is great on this one as well. It is a remix. It's a rework of, uh, of a song. The band is called Michelle and that is a band. <laughs> I had to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, like a bajillion people in it too. If their artist photos right. are to be believed. Um, but yeah, they had, a. um, an album come out in 2018 called mm-hmm. Heat Wave that had a single on it called Michelle. Um, and they just released a remix by uh, Let's mm-hmm. Eat Grandma. Um, and the song's called The Bottom. And 
basically, uh, let's see, Grandma, which is a really weird name <laughs> to say, uh, took took the chorus of the song, and then uh, the lead singer from the other song actually put in her own okay. verses. Uh, so it's actually a pretty big yeah. rework uh, of the original, even though it it keeps kind of the same tempo and uh, obviously the same like super mm-hmm. catchy chorus. Um, but they put in a lot of like really washy synths um, and the, uh, put in some extra like uh, wind chimey right. kind of things and some extra pickup beats and everything. And it kind of makes the whole song feel a little more surreal and dreamy than the original track did. Uh, kind of gives it a, a strange uh, tone throughout while still maintaining kind of like the mm-hmm. poppy core. And then I really like the way that um, since the the verses are actually uh, sung by a different singer and, and written by a different singer, um, it's definitely nowhere on the level of uh, A Day in the Life by the Beatles, but it has that okay. same weird surrealness where you feel like you're jumping between different people's perspectives yes. on the song. And you're kind of hearing like two different uh, stories that are somehow like coming together in kind of a weird dreamy state. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really cool, well-produced uh, remix that's more interesting than than the usual remix you hear. It really reworks the song and gives it a completely different yeah, feel. Definitely, the the original song I took a listen to as well is a little bit more intimate. Does give you that sort of like bedroom pop feel. Uh, but yeah, this one opens it up. It, they add those drums in the chorus, especially uh, that opens it up and and, and it goes. Uh, Let's eat grandma. They're great, man. Their their first album is amazing. These kids apparently were friends since four years old and started making music at thirteen. Uh, so they're they're gonna be up there. We're gonna be listening to Let's Eat Grandma, which again, weird thing to pick as, as a thirteen year olds, but that's a thirteen year old band name uh-huh. right there. <laughs> it definitely uh, is. But they're awesome. Um, yeah. I also, yeah, I think like the Heim track too. It's like. You listen to this track and the chorus is stuck mm-hmm. in your head for like five days straight. So it's definitely got like the hooks that get in you yeah, really quickly. Yeah, it's a smooth, smooth, smooth. Uh, the vocals are very whispery, um, but it's great. It's a great track. I really like this one. Uh, good recommendation here, Jay. Yeah, everyone All check it right, out. Let's move on to some more uh, sort of like producer sort of uh, techno here. Uh, this is like this. It's a new artist for me. I've never heard of her. Park High Jin. Um, so like this is the song and it's, it's awesome. It's in the same vein and not only because I believe she's also South Korean, but it's in the same sort of, um, like Yeji sort of same genre there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just like a lot of hip hop mixed with house music. Like this is what this is based on, uh, hip hop and house, especially this one. It's very loungy. It's, it's like just that loungy house music that you would hear, uh, sort of in like a really, really cool bar, the background music in a really cool bar. Um, but the production is nice. Like it's so good. And apparently she taught herself how to produce on Ableton and watching YouTube tutorials. So yeah, Which that is, is pretty insane. crazy. <laughs> um, thumping beat throughout, just like keeps it steady. Bells ringing. Uh, it's it's awesome, man. And like her vocals looping throughout. It's similar to Yeg. It's just really slick, almost whispery. Um, but just it's uh, it's unique. It's very unique. Fun fun listen. What did you think of this? Yeah, she had an album a couple years back uh, called uh, If You mm-hmm. Want It. Um, that has some really good tracks on it. I think like I don't care and, and uh, okay. ABC were really good. 
this definitely uh, continues on in, in the same vein. Some of those, I would say, felt even a little more uh, like on sure. the hip hop side uh, mixed in. But I think that uh, she has a really interesting way of mixing house music with kind of like hip hop yeah. drums, which I think to me kind of gives them a little gives the music a little bit of like life. Um, and it feels, it just feels a little more like real and it like, it has a, a less repetitive energy to it, even if it's like playing the same thing over and over, just cause those hip hop drums have, have so much more like kinetic energy okay. built into them. Um, and it feels like this, like on her new album, she's just kind of picking up in that same place of, of bringing those two genres together in a really interesting yeah. way. So yeah, I think it's a really cool track and you can't really find anything. At least I haven't really found anything that, that feels the same. Like she kind of has carved out her really own unique, interesting niche of music and her own unique sound. All right, let's go on to the next track here. Uh, Keep it on the producer side. Uh, This is DJ, producer, multimedia, crate digger extraordinaire from Detroit Moody Man. If you don't know who this man is, uh, shame on you. Just shame on you. Uh, this guy's. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. So. I think. <laughs> shame on me. I think I sent you uh, his album a few years back, a long time ago. I sent you an album. Is that it one is on Spotify? Because this one is. No, not, this one is right? not on Spotify. This one is on Bandcamp. Surprise uh, album drop on Friday by Moody Man. But yeah, he's a legendary, legendary DJ, legendary producer. Uh, same, you know, sort of legendary status as like Jay Dilla, especially from Detroit area. Um, but yeah, this guy just has, he's an expert at finding just the right sample, the right loop break uh, for you to just bounce to, for you to groove to, which this song is probably one of my favorite off his album, Slow Down. Moody Man, Slow Down is the song. Um this song is awesome. It's to me, it's like, it's the perfect song that I can leave on uh, uh, work on a Friday afternoon and be ready. Like it'll take me t- through getting ready to go through to the party. Like it reminds me a lot <laughs> of uh, the funk by Daft Punk, uh, where you just kind of get uh-huh. those sounds of the city and you're kind of like walking and you're hearing conversations. You're hearing the, the uh, police sirens. You're hearing the, the trains, like all of it, all of it combined is just like this. You're walking through the city. I'm going home. I'm getting ready. I just left work and I'm just getting ready to go party. And then it even has like this part where the, the bridge sort of comes in with this awesome, awesome bass, um, bass guitar. And Like you've entered the scene. It honestly, like you entered the party and then you hear like conversations in the background. You're actually hearing people talking. You're hearing someone talking to a lady um, and you've entered the party. And that's exactly what this feels like. It honestly reminds me a lot of of, uh, Marvin Gaye's Got to Give It Up. Just really funky, really Mm -hmm. awesome party track uh, that you could throw on in the background and everybody's grooving too. Uh, What did you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Marvin Gaye comparison is really good. I think it's cool how um, natural and organic the whole thing feels. I mean, for, um, you know, being a mix Mm -hmm. of so many things, like it feels like a crafted track, like every piece of it was made to to be together and in each section was made to to flow into one another. So, yeah, super impressive. I think that you probably feel a lot cooler on your Fridays (laughs) when you're leaving work than I do. So I don't know if I can, uh, if I feel the exact yeah, same way. I, I need that, like, <laughs> throw on my sunglasses. I just left work. 
and and nothing else is on my mind but let's feel good for the weekend like and this is that sort of feel to me <laughs> i'm just like did i make it through the week am i still alive <laughs> can i survive can i go to bed now it's <laughs> great um but yeah it's it's got it's got a lot of soul it's got some really great mm-hmm. grooves to it a lot of great bass um yeah so if you can feel cool like aaron does i suggest throwing this track on <laughs> it will it will it will work well for yeah, you. Yeah, and the the album itself, again, on Bandcamp, uh, you can buy it there, stream it there for free, sort of a, a pay what you think it costs thing uh, if you want to buy it. I do recommend buying it. It's a really, 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 really good album. Um, really close to winning the week for me. But another surprise album did drop, and that was Jeff Rosenstock. Uh, punk rock pop, uh, just legend right now to me. Uh, no Dream is the album. And just front to back, it's it's awesome. This is the winner of the week. Uh, front to back album is great. The song that stood out to me uh, just right off the bat is Scram. Uh, it, it's, again, it's just, he's he's really great at writing anthems. Just those take no shit anthems. Um, just keeping it real with this one on Scram. It, it uh, It's really fun. Starts off kind of doo-woppy. In my opinion, with those like you know, you can sing it back and forth with the band if you're if it, if they're playing it live. Um, really, like the closest to pup to a pup song than anything else on this album. It just has that, especially in the in the theme of the lyrics, uh, as far as like we don't give no shit, stop bothering us, sort of deal. Um, very very pup adjacent to me on this one, and then. Yeah. Uh, like as soon as you know that breakdown comes in and you're screaming at the top it it starts with this awesome double bass just like uh, breakdown or whatever and it it, it just goes at that point you're just yelling at the top of your lungs and i can't wait to sweat this one out uh with a crowd of of like 20 because i'm assuming that's what it will be like (laughs) (laughs) that's how many people it draws well no that's how it will be like in in, the post-apocalyptic exactly exactly Yeah, man. Thank goodness for this album. I've been waiting for an album like this to come out yeah. for a while now. Um, just every track mm-hmm. on it is good. Every track is like a great, you know, pop punk track. You can sing along to it. It has a great hook. It has great guitars. The The drums yeah. are insane. Uh, that I feel like after a show, that drummer must have lost like 30 <laughs> pounds of body weight because the drumming is just insane. Um I went with a track called uh, State mm-hmm. Line, which is more the the kind of slow uh, song on it, even though, you know, it still hits the, all the, the punk notes yeah. on the choruses. Um, but starts with just, you know, really sparse guitars playing a super simple melody over, um, you know, these really Tom-heavy mm-hmm. drums. Uh, and I just love... I love this guy's trying to sing these melodies on this song and he just can't hit the notes, <laughs> but he just does not yeah, give a yeah. shit. You know, like that, that's like the punk yeah. feeling is like, I wrote this song. I can't really sing it, but I'm just going to sing it as loud and at the top of my lungs as I possibly yeah. can. Uh, and it just gives it so much of that, that pop punk charm that I just love. But it, it seriously, any song on this album, I feel like mm-hmm. you could have picked and there's a reason why it's just like a great anthemic uh, punk track. Uh, so yeah, thank goodness for this album. It came at just the right time 
where I was like, man, I just need a great album I can listen to from front to back. And then this one agreed, hit. Agreed. It's been a couple of months or uh, weeks, I should say, about a month that we've just, I don't know, there hasn't been an album. There just hasn't been an album. This one, this one hit everything. Um, do recommend it. Jeff Rosenstock, one more time. No Dream, all capital letters. So check it out. Check it out. That's it. That's it for our recommendations for the week. I uh, do want to go ahead and say follow our playlist. We do update it on a weekly basis, usually Monday or Tuesday morning. Uh, that is Mage Weekly, M-A-J Weekly. And I am Coach Dad on Spotify, so you can follow that there. Um, Jay, do you want anybody to follow you on Spotify? <laughs> no, you, they don't want to follow me, trust me. <laughs> It'll just be uh, a ton of that uh, bedroom synth pop uh, <laughs> synthy pop punk that, that is the vibe you're going for in 2020 i just want you to know that <laughs> i love it it might be my vibe for the rest of my life <laughs> all right dude then let's get out of here i just want uh, everybody to remember till next week please remember to be kind be patient and be present tell them peace jake peace <laughs> you say boom son boom, boom, boom.